one. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Two by Four Two Podcast. By four Two podcast. by Four Podcast. We are back and better than ever. So uh, we took a hiatus. It had to happen. We apologize. Did about it have that. to happen? It did have to happen. <laughs> it did. It was. It was end of the year stuff, and then rolling into summer stuff, and I, 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 I was encouraged. By the fact that one person asked me, hey, are you going to do any more podcast episodes? So this episode is dedicated to that one person (laughs) who will remain nameless and anonymous so everybody can think it was them, even though they know in their hearts it wasn't. It wasn't wasn't them. So hiatus. Yeah. So we were just talking about a hiatus and Macy's first question was One Direction. (laughs) So Macy, can you explain... Why 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 is that so heavy on your mind? Okay, so One Direction broke up and they said they're going on a hiatus. So mm. that means like they're going to get back together. So they haven't done that yet and I'm just waiting for uh, okay. them to get back together. Okay. All right. Chris, you probably toss and turn about this every night. Just the whole <laughs> One Direction hiatus debacle. Honestly, that's probably the reason why this podcast stopped for as long as it did. I was just so <laughs> torn up yes i was just overcome with yes. sadness about one direction uh, oh man it's well, important one direction it's, it's if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> louis you were my favorite <laughs> we hope we hope that what? your hiatus will end soon even though i don't know i don't see that happening but anyway we're back two by four podcast is back right yeah so all right, Macy. We'll 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 hope against hope with you yeah. that there is that's a it's a legit hiatus and that they will be coming back. Fingers crossed. Yeah, even though I don't know what they have to offer the music industry at this point, oh. but it would be it would be What's fine. What's your foul mouth? I apologize. It would be fine. All right. So speaking of that, this this is a uh, not a very great segue, but we're talking about the future today and what the future holds for each one of us and what the common average as if you know that teenager uh thinks about the future so obviously we got two teenagers in the room right now so just give us your first thoughts on when you think about the future what are some of the thoughts that you think just because i'm 17 about to be a senior in high school i'm kind of forced to think like this but like college mm-hmm. when, how am i dealing with college where am i going what am i studying mm-hmm. um i'm kind of right around that age where it's it's weird. I feel as if I went sort of in the last year from having never to speak about or think about the future or about my life mm-hmm. uh, to pretty much every single conversation I have with someone over the age of like 25. Yeah. It's like, so where are you going for college? What are you doing for college? Um, I'm suddenly in this place where really I have to constantly answer for like my life plan mm-hmm. or, or something like that which is not a very fun thing to do especially if you're not certain about what that yeah. plan looks like yeah can I ask you a question does does do you feel like do you feel there's more pressure to have an answer to that question coming from the adults in your life or from the peers in your life adults adults and not all not all adults yeah um but yeah, certainly some. I mean, not really. Uh, some sometimes it feels almost as if 
even the worst answer I could give mm-hmm. would be better than not knowing. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I could say the most heinous thing, and they'd right. be like, at least you know. Right. <laughs> um, I'm going to train children in the black market. And, yeah, I mean, you know. they wouldn't approve it. They'd be like, well, <laughs> well at least that's a man have, with purpose. You've got direction. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, my peers, I really just, ne- I mean, so, I mean, sometimes I get it, but just not as much, I think, among mm-hmm. people are, like my own age. Mm-hmm. All right. Macy, do you even think about college yet? Yeah. And you're going to be a junior this mm-hmm. year, so it, it, does it go much further than that, like as far as like details or stress um, or anything? It, I'm definitely like stressed because it seems like a lot of people know what they're doing, even though they might not, but it just like... From my perspective of, like, not knowing, like, any interest yeah. or, like, any yeah. type of idea of what I want to do, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh, well, dang, I should probably figure that out soon because, yeah. like, you start applying for colleges and stuff. Yeah. You start looking and taking tours. Right. But I just don't know what my standards are, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think, I don't know that it's it's a lot of people know what they're doing i think it might be a lot of people think they know what they're doing or yep. they kind of have like this image in their mind but the average college student will change majors three or four times during the course of their because you'll get into it and you'll and you'll suddenly be like well this isn't what i thought it was yeah. going to be you know our oldest daughter madison she she thought she was going to be like a veterinarian and then so then she goes to the tech center to the vet science program and that year taught her that is not what i want to do um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think a, a closed door is as good as an open door when it comes to like figuring out what you want to do. Um, so, yeah, don't. I, I say all that to say don't stress too much because there's a. I know there's there there are always, always going to be people in my life and in your life that look like they've got it all together or look like they you know are squeaky clean or they have their path set, but inwardly I don't really think many if anybody really does and just in regards to like the future and decisions and stuff okay so um but i think um macy something that you were saying a few minutes ago about purpose and especially in church and christians we talk a lot about like god's purpose and your purpose and he has a purpose for your life he has you know a plan to prosper you and not to harm you and so that sounds nice but what like how does that how do you integrate that whole concept of my life has purpose into all of like the unanswered questions of where you are right now which i realize is a big question um i think it can be integrated i think there's sort of a right way to integrate that into your life and sort of a wrong way to do it um I think I'll, I'll talk about the wrong way first because I think it's easier to access. I think the wrong way to integrate it usually ends up with a fear of doing the wrong thing mm-hmm. or like a fear of, of, yeah, yeah, a fear of just not really living out God's will for your life. Mm-hmm. That is, once you accept, yeah, God has something he wants me to do, um, some people will take that knowledge and that understanding of that truth and turn it into uh what, what if i don't do the right thing yeah what, what if i make a mistake right um and then they just end up paralyzed by their fear and they get nothing done mm-hmm. um i think the right way to do it is to understand that god has a plan for your life mm-hmm. but to understand it 
in a way that's more of a comfort. Mm -hmm. Not so much God's going to crush me if I do the wrong thing, Mm -hmm. but rather God will be pleased when I do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think the line between those two is pretty thin. It's pretty easy to cross from one into Mm -hmm. the other. Um, So yeah, I think it's just, it's important to focus not so much on the fear of doing the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. That's powerful what you just said about um, fear of doing the wrong thing versus God's pleasure and joy uh, when we do the right thing. I, I guess as a young person, I would I would view God's will as like a tightrope, you know, like a like a high wire act, and yeah. any any lean in either direction is gonna you know be fatal um, because God's will is that specific for me, and if I'm not on it, then I'm out. I'm like lost, you know, I'm gone. Um, and man, as I've grown and and matured, hopefully, and learned that it's so much broader than that. And let me let me say this, and then I'd love to hear your response. What if the only way to really live outside of God's will is to have that in your heart? Like for you to like literally say, I do not want to live the will of God, or I want to live my own life. Anything other than that attitude of your heart, what if, what if, you know, what if that verse is really true that God, um, he will, um, what's, oh man, it just, I just went blank. What was the, um, yeah, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What if our life was about just delighting ourselves in God's love and our relationship with him and he just, not like a fairy godmother, but he just kind of like sprinkles our lives with blessing after blessing as we just walk with him. Not in a tightrope fashion, but in a, you know, we're just walking uphill, downhill sometimes, sometimes rocky, sometimes mossy, but just walking with him. What if, what if, as long as we have that mindset, we are in the will of God? What are your thoughts on that? It seems like if I, like, kept that mindset then, like, life would be a lot less stressful. Mm-hmm. But you just forget so easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I wonder if, does it matter so much if I am uh, a stock trader on Wall Street or if I am a teacher of a kindergarten class or if I, um, I've, if I work the night shift at Home Depot... Does any of those things matter as much as it matters of where my heart to shine God's light in the people around me? Like, it seems like one of those has to be more important than the other. Like if, you know, I, I think, and, and I'm a youth pastor, but if if I were to suddenly say, well, for the good of my family or for um, financial sake or whatever, I need to I need to not do this full time. I need to do something else full time so that I can care for my family. Would that then, like, does that negate the blessing of God? Like, does God look at that and say, oh, you're working at Lowe's. Oh, you're working at, you know, Chick-fil-A. That's not what I want. I'm not going to bless you. You know, or or do we have a God who is far more gracious and benevolent and loving than that? I'm. I think I'm divided on the answer to that because on the one hand, I would say whatever work you do, as long as you do the work in a way that mm-hmm. you 
put God first in it. And yeah. as long as you do the work in a way that you show love to the people around you, mm-hmm. and as long as you do the work in a way that your life is a testament to mm-hmm. the grace and beauty of God, mm-hmm. then then um, then you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I feel as if some people are called to very specific mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that every I don't know that everyone is. Yeah. I, I think well, I think everyone's called to minister. Yeah. I think everyone's called to be a witness to yeah. the truth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think some people, in addition to that, are called to to very like very specific things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think of like. Um, I just had an example in my mind just blanked. Oh, okay. So, um, like, I have, a, like, we have a friend who, who um, for the last few months has been struggling with God calling her to, to, mit, to mm-hmm. be a missionary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, I, I fully believe that that call is legitimate. I think yeah. God actually called her to yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, missionary, but, like, being a missionary is, like, a very specific field of work yeah you know what i mean like right. an international missionary cultural yeah all it's that. a it's a very specific line of work so i think my answer to that is sometimes mm-hmm. it's i would say i believe it's sometimes whatever you do do it in the name of god and do it to the glory of god and you're good mm-hmm. but i do think sometimes we are called to very specific things yeah as well yeah all right i'm going to kind of slide to the left on this and let's apply this conversation to relationships is there does god have that one person out there for you somewhere like that's that that soulmate that okay that one chosen one and if you miss that person like if you like if you're a little bit late for that train and that person was on that train then that's it you 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 missed it do you what how do you feel about that whole relationship and romantic and you know i know we kind of shifted gears but i think the principle is the same i i I still think it's a sometimes thing um i i still think if if i think some people have a person that god specifically calls out to them Mm -hmm. and says you need to be in partnership with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think regardless of whether you do or don't, it is your duty to be as godly to that person as you possibly can be mm-hmm. and as selfless and sacrificial to that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I also like, I also think of, for example, a few times Paul writes, you know, if you need to get married, get married. Mm-hmm. The people who marry are good, mm-hmm. but if you don't marry and you're, and that's that's just one less thing to keep yeah. you from God. Yeah. And so yeah. sometimes Paul writes, you know, getting married is good, but at the same time, the people who don't get married, sometimes they're more focused on God just because mm-hmm. they don't have a husband and wife mm-hmm. that they have a, a sacrificial yeah. duty towards. Yeah. So I guess my answer is the same as the previous one, which is some, mm-hmm. I think some people have a specific soul. Chris, we're not going to nail you down on anything today then. <laughs> it's it's rare to get me nailed down on something. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going with sometimes. Okay, Macy, what do you think? Do you have a thought about this? I don't believe in soulmates. Okay. I believe that. <laughs> I believe that love is a choice, not a feeling that you get. Mm-hmm. So I I think that you could end up with 
anyone, I guess. You can well, choose, choose to love. Yeah, 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 you can choose to love certain yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure, like, if you end up with someone and they, like, cheat on you or something, then obviously you're not, like, meant to be with them. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe, I don't, I don't disagree with that. They chose to not love you as they should. Yeah. So that was a choice that they sure. made. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, we, maybe we'll hold on to that one for another conversation. Now, I know that, I mean, I'm of the three of us, I'm the one who's married, but I, but the whole matter of infidelity is one that, that affects everybody. It affects the whole family. And, and I think it's probably far more common in one way or another than we would really like to shine the light on. But we'll save that for another time. Anyway. Okay, so Macy, your your vote is no. There's no, no, no soulmate nope. matter. Okay. And some people are like, oh, but like I believe like the person yeah. is like yeah. meant for me and stuff. And I I'm think like, when you okay. sometimes you can meet somebody and you can have such a such a strong emotional yeah. thing with them that you kind of feel like I can't even imagine how anyone else could compare <laughs> to this feeling. I feel like there's a danger in that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um. It's definitely it could be could be leaning towards idolatry. That's what that's yeah. that's what I was thinking about this the other day is you know I think it's it's very much possible to get so deeply invested in mm-hmm. that guy or girl. Mm-hmm. Or in this and I think this goes into the future thing mm-hmm. too because you you can get this deeply invested into mm-hmm. a thing or mm-hmm. a plan for your life or whatever. I yeah. think you can get so deeply invested in it that it becomes the basis of everything you do, of yeah. all that you think and all that you are. And yeah. I think at that point, it has become your God. And yeah. the problem with that, the problem with that for for everything that's not God, for that guy or girl or mm-hmm. that plan or that college you want to attend, is if it's not God, it will let you down eventually, yeah. you yeah. know? Like, just just statistically speaking, if the thing is imperfect, it, yeah. it has to at some point right. let right. you down. Yeah. And if the entire basis of your life is on that imperfect guy or girl, and they let's let's say like like Macy said, if they if they cheat on you, and they are your whole world, then your whole world has just stabbed you in the back, and mm-hmm. now you're you're, yeah. sh- you're shot in the yeah. foot. You have nothing to do. Yeah. Um. So I think sometimes that intensity of emotional connection can be kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other side of that that uh, that I've come to learn is it's entirely unfair to put somebody on God's throne of your life because they can't handle that yeah. weight. They can't handle that expectation. So not only is it unhealthy and wrong, you're being completely unfair to that person or to that thing or whatever that acquisition is because nobody can handle the weight of God's throne. Only God can. So when yeah. you say, God, can you just slip off your throne because I've got this girl or this guy and in my heart, I want to put them there. You are setting that person up for disaster, not just yeah. failure. Like they're going to get wrecked because they, there's just no way. And I'm, and I'm not, I'll spare you all the details. I lived that when I was a teenager. I had that kind of a relationship that I was in where I, I, I literally, we used the term idolize a few minutes ago. Yeah. I absolutely idolized this person and it was, it was unfair to them. To, you know, to do that. And it was obviously a completely dysfunctional, disastrous relationship. But um, it just goes to show that nobody can really handle the weight of God's throne. So we shouldn't put them there. No. So, um, all right, well, we're going to we're gonna wrap up because we're kind of like around our, our time frame that we like to keep it at. But uh, Macy, one of the things that you said, I don't know, 10 minutes ago, 
Um, if things were really like that in regards to God's will being broader than like a tightrope wire, then wouldn't life be so much less stressful? Wouldn't we yeah. be free to really enjoy the life that he wants us to enjoy? And I, I think that everything that Jesus said points to lightness in our life, like lightness, not just not silly, sappy, like cheesy grin all the time, but kind of a lightness. Not it's not a burdensome. You know, he said, "My uh, take my yoke upon you. Um, uh, my burden is nah, my yoke is easy. My burden is light." Come to me, you who are weary. So I got that verse all messed up, but you get the gist of it. But I think everything Jesus said points to, hey, this is how you're supposed to be living. It's not this burdensome, like fearful, stressed out existence of, oh man, if I if I make a right instead of a left, God will abandon me. And man, I don't see anything in the Bible that says that. So I think we're supposed to live in this freedom of just delighting ourselves in God and enjoying that relationship so well i hope that um i've had a good time it's nice to be back hopefully we'll have another yeah. one here very very soon hopefully um thanks to uh the the dozen or so people who have listened to our podcast we love you dearly we're glad you're with us tell a friend about it um and that all right one person then that one person yeah yep. this, this, number one this, thing this episode is dedicated to you know who you are <laughs> all right well chris macy been fun two by four podcast episode number i forget which one that's a wrap we out thanks we'll see you next time (laughs) see ya